their top off remote without that hairpiece. Damn faggot, I can't stand it. Loan me fifty dollars. Loan me $50. I guess uh, somebody must have loaned somebody a lot of money for that puff piece last night, man. There she was again. Her first outing in six years, LaToya. I would a Kingmeister. Uh-huh. Oh, that was outing? pathetic. That was just pathetic. And now all of that stuff that she wrote in the book and all of those yeah. things that she said, come to find out that her former manager uh, slash slave master, uh, he forced her to say all those things. Right. And that it's a very uh, functional family now. No more dysfunction in the Jackson family. And they all love each other. And Michael's just a wonderful, uh, like a big teddy bear. He's a great guy and a very tough businessman. And yada yada yada, and duty uh, duty duty, and ba 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 ba. And oh my God, I, I, you know, I kept coming back to it because it was like watching a gigantic train wreck. I kept going back to it. It was better than watching Leafs get uh, beat and all that stupid crap went on in their game. It was uh, amazing. And the callers, they, they must. They must not only just screen the calls, they must make the calls. Yeah. They must have a staff of phony callers that call in. That's what we ought to do. <laughs> Can you imagine the great calls we could have every day? We'll just have a whole staff of phony people calling in. Like maybe Muff could make a call. He likes uh, calling up here all the time. Ba, 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 ba. Just go away, Duff, okay? Just go find something more productive to do. Like uh, picking a good one, you know? Good anyway, one. it's uh, 903-560-WQM. We give this audience a lot to do. We keep them off the streets, oh. I guarantee you that. Huh? What a public service. Oh, look at that. Since, since I printed this out, we already got six yeah. more phony votes for Key West. <laughs> wow. This audience has been real busy since I went to bed last night. You'd think that if they're going to pick a pull, pick a pack of, <laughs> pack of Peter, no, to, to crank that they'd find something more important than this one. Well, yeah. But I guess the reason they did that is because it was uh, not Miami. We asked yesterday the most overrated city in the world is, and Miami, of course, won hands down. But between the time I went to bed last night and this morning, uh, Key West has about 200 and some odd uh, crank votes. Yeah. I'd say more like uh, 250. And just just the votes pouring in there. Key West, don't they're going to get zapped. Small potatoes. Wait, let it turn over to 400 first. Then oh, it will. It will, Billy. It will. <laughs> yeah. Let me refresh it here. It'll certainly have 400 votes. So we had 1,500 and uh, some odd votes, some of which about maybe 20 or 30, which were really real. There you go. 400 on mine for Key West. 300 of which were phony votes at least. Anyway, Miami's the winner. I heard Hank pick up on this yesterday. Nice going there, Humper. <laughs> See, Hank at least listens to this show. He once in a great while, uh, you know, picks up on something that we do and embellishes it, elaborates on it, kills an easy hour with it like he did yesterday before Ira came on. Nice going, Humper. It is an interesting topic. In fact, the poll we're going to do today is even like a, kind of a spin-off on it. How do you like that? Spit we're off. spinning it off. 
Miami wins hands down. Although I did hear Hank say, you know, uh, as far as one of his favorites, you know, Miami would have to be on the list. Based on what? Uh, I don't know. A guy that's traveled around as much as he has. Maybe he's found interesting places down here. Or maybe a lot of good hookers. I don't know, one or the other. I think that that's more likely. More power to him, you know? A lot of good hookers. That, that's got to be it. What else could it be? I don't know. The weather. Ah! Got two inches of snow on the ground in Toronto here, and you know something? Big stinking deal. Who cares? The hotel's here. Yeah. Miami, 328 votes. Wins hands down. Nobody even close, including the phony votes for Key West. Uh, there were some other phony votes on here, too. They just had a blast with this poll yesterday. Uh, you know, it's good that we keep people off the streets with this. Mm -hmm. Now that we're getting ready to blow the world up. New Orleans, 152. I heard, uh, who the hell called in? Who was it saying that? Oh, yeah, Hank was talking about it. That it's a, it's seedy and it's a toilet and it's a sewer. Isn't that exactly what I said? Yeah, pretty much. We're right. And about that fatty food and a real extra spicy food that'll get your roids. <laughs> Popping all over the place. If you want to have bleeding hemorrhoids like Roy Foster, Roar! let me tell you right now, that's the perfect place to get them. Whipped up into a frenzy. You'll have grapes. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, you won't be able to sit down for a month if you eat that crap down there. Paris 124 was third. Then uh, Los Angeles 93, New York 91. This is the most overrated city in the world. Nassau to Bahamas 74. That was a late addition. And congratulations to whoever uh, called in to remind me on that. Good choice. Yeah, man. What a dump, the Bahamas. Now, see, Hank didn't want to say that because every now and then, he does, hasn't he done some shows over there? Right, yeah. Him and Eddie Kay? Sure. Because I guess they get a free deal over there and they get to go and plunge their brains out one of those casinos. But, man, you talk about a rip-off place. That hotel, and I know it's years ago, but nevertheless, that Royal Bahamas, Bahamian, whatever that place was in mm -hmm. Nassau, it was so mildewy and moldy in there that everything, were like, the walls were soaked. Everything was soaked. It was grotesque. $50 for a cab driver, you could have walked it in 13 seconds. Just how? Just hand over your money, man. We'll give you, show you a good time, man. Hand me over your wallet and let me just uh, clean you out, man. Bunch of grave robbers, all you Bahamians. We know that you're listening to QM. We know you love this show. We only wish we could say the same about you. We know that you just rip us off and hate us like poison. See, all this business about people hating Americans, one thing about in the Bahamas, they always hated us, and they still do. They just want our money, man. At least they're pretty upfront about it. Yeah, just send the money over to me, man. Oh, and the food. Oh, my God. Uh, no, thank you. I forget what the casino it was. It was before they built these new ones, so this is many years ago. And I'm not going back to check it out to make sure how nice it is now. I, mean, I don't want to find out about it. The food was grotesque. Really? The it goat was, wasn't fresh? The goat was uh, old and used and had been nailed up on somebody's door, front door for a few months. <laughs> Orlando 66. I think they should have done better than that, don't you? Absolutely. Orlando should have more than 66. Talk about overrated. Sorry, Eric. Talk about our... Well, he can't help it. It's a real Mickey Mouse Eisner. kind of town. <laughs> Vegas 50. Eh, that's kind of like a median number there. It's not too bad. Then the one guy called in and said, yeah, Vegas is overrated because the uh, the sex life out there isn't so great. The hookers. Yeah. Not as I mean, affordable. What, what is that? Is that the only thing, the barometer? I mean, you can get lucky anywhere. He could get lucky in, like, uh, Jackson, Michigan. He could get laid. Uh, how do you, what know? Is you, don't, you don't know what he looks like or how much money he has. Like I said, there's a guy that couldn't get laid in Jackson, Michigan, that guy that called yesterday. Tampa 45, and I'll say it again. I, I don't. When I travel the world, I never hear anybody say, oh, we can't wait to go no. to Tampa. <laughs> well, they got that so, bridge. So what is that all about? Sure well, why party. is it... Why would you say it's overrated when nobody ever says anything right. good about it? I say, Tampa. that's what it's I say. Unrated. Tampa. Amsterdam 32, although nobody would call in and tell me why. I guess that was just to be contrary. Mm -hmm. Dallas 28, which again, I, I never heard anybody say, oh, let's go to Dallas. Let's yeah, see where the uh, no. assassination took place there. 
Philadelphia 24. I mean, haven't you always wanted to go to see the Texas School Book Depository? The Grassy Knoll, I want to see. And the Grassy Knoll. Right. And see if uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was really up there mm -hmm. with all them cardboard boxes. We'll look for shell casings. Philadelphia 24. Aspen 17. They were just kissing uh, Carlos's asp after he put that one on there by himself. Hey, don't be putting any more stuff on there by yourself, Mr. Smarty Pants. You sure? I I'm positive. All right. After that article you put on our website, oh, oh, oh I'm never going to get over that. That was just, I mean, is, am, am I not sending you enough material the last two days? <laughs> I must have faxed you 600 articles in the last two days, and he's uh, putting his own crap on there, including one that I, when I saw that this morning, I wanted to kill somebody, and it wasn't myself. It wasn't on there long enough to taint anything. Oh, yeah, the hell it wasn't. Taint that the aroma. I can smell it all the way up here. Get it off of there. Aspen 17, San Francisco 15. Yep. Oh, yeah, and I heard somebody call Hank yesterday talking about, uh, where in the hell was it, Singapore? And about what a wonderful city it was, only his misfortune, he was there during the uh, gay uh, gay week. Gay pride yeah. week, I think is what he was trying to say. Yeah, that's like my being here during that Rasta week, whatever they call that. What do they call it? The, uh, Goombe. the Goomba, Goomba Festival. In fact, I wish I'd rather be here during the Goomba Festival. Might at least get some good sausages out there on the street, some good weenies. San Francisco 15, most overrated, Luxembourg 7, and San Diego 7. See, the reason, I mean, there's got to be crank votes, because how many people have been to Luxembourg? I don't know. None. Maybe that many, maybe seven. None. Maybe it really sucks, I don't know. Why the hell would anybody go to Luxembourg in the first place? Which leads us to our poll today, but before we get to it, not another poll. Yeah, let, wait, let's see how long before that guy calls in. I'll start Mr. Mr. Negatory. Oh, yeah, another poll, Shaw, another another poll, Shaw. <laughs> oh, man, you just got to love it. You know, all the sick, crazy bastards we have out there. It's, it's wonderful. That's why people listen, because we got sick, crazy bastards. In fact, that's all we basically want to hear from anymore is sick, crazy bastards. Not all these people who want to tell us about, you know, about the war and about the evils of the world. Uh, who, You know, what are we going to do about that? Just like Lynn yesterday wants me to play some uh, fag song by George Michael about you, know, some anti-war song. Let's start playing uh, Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth. What do you say? Okay. We'll, we'll get out all the old folk music from the 60s. Thunderclap Newman. Newman. Audience I, found, away. I found that CD over here while I was sorting some uh, things what out. What CD? Thunderclap Newman. Got to play that. Really? Sure. Huh. <coughs> can smell it. There's something in the air all right. Probably Moe's bag overflowed. Oh, and speaking of Moe. Because I heard the comments about knickers, and if I was there, we all got to wear knickers at the golf. See, the reason that if I was in town, I wouldn't be at the golf tournament is I don't do golf tournaments, Mo. Golf is boring. It's not a sport. It's a game. And number two, even if it were exciting, there's no Tiger. There's no Phil Mickelson. There's no, uh, there's nothing. So Doral, even though the station is out there and obsessed with trying to squeeze a few bucks out of it this year, like always, Doral is like a throwaway. It's a throwaway. And knickers went out with bad hair pieces, like I said before. The fact that knickers were a part of golf, you do understand. Remember, you've seen pictures of Ben Hogan and sure. Sammy Sneed. Sure, and the Sammy Sneed, by the way, who putted, uh, he, he putted side saddle, right. Sammy Sneed, like a girl, side saddle. Right. But at any rate, yeah, that, that's when they started. The Scottish invented it, the right. whole thing, <laughs> with their kilts, and then it became knickers, and they were all dolled up like a bunch of, uh, you know, sissified country uh, uh, rich right. snobs. And that's, of course, what they were. Plaid socks. Yeah, plaid, plaid, big plaid socks. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Well, you got to look the part. In fact, I thought it was hysterical. The first thing Mo said to Gildy this morning. Take off those checkered pants. I thought it was cute. <laughs> <laughs>
This story just frosted my ass. I guess we better do the break first about the man charged with trespassing with a T-shirt yeah. in the Albany Mall. Yeah, this could show you how far America's come down the ladder. All you people who still think you're in the land of the free, get real, man. Get serious. You must be in a dream world. Land of the free, as in the past. As in the ancient past. Land as the in pre. the BB, before Bush. 9.13 at 5.60. Don't let me get all whipped up again today, even though yeah, I'm feeling right. a lot better every Take day. Get my strength back in. Duff, don't call me this afternoon. Don't call me. I will slam the phone down. Calls me again yesterday. Boca Brian did this. About a beep, about a beep. Just, just uh, figure it out yourself, okay? Do something constructive and useful. For, for once in your life, make a decision. Oh. Oh. <laughs> make a decision. Rumor has it that sometimes Muff sits in the old, uh, in the tea room in here for hours. Trying to figure out, because especially if Greg's out of the building, not, they can't tell him which hand to wipe with. Paper or plastic? Either that or maybe he's drilling glory holes, I'm not sure. 9.13 at 560 WQM. If you're still reluctant about ordering a bed over the phone, don't do it, because I've been doing it. George done it. Miguel did it. Over a million people have bought a mattress over the phone from Dollar Mattress, plus hundreds more are doing it every week. Why? Because it's the smart thing to do, not dumb like Fredo. Our good friends at Dollar Mattress ought to be like uh, right on the tip of your tongue because we talk about them every day on the show, and nothing's got a bigger impact on your life and the way you feel each and every day than getting a good night's sleep. Look at me. I had a great night's sleep last night, and I don't even have my Dollar Mattress yet. It's coming, though. Call 1-800-MATTRES right now, and you'll have a great night's sleep from Dollar Mattress, too. Take it from me. It's the easiest piece of shopping you can do in your life. Just that one quick phone call gets you exactly the mattress you're looking for. They got the best in the business. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size and style. No uh, substitutions. No uh, bait and swish. Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction in the universe. They've got more repeat and referral customers than anybody because they know how to treat you right. Once you buy a mattress from Dollar Mattress, you'll never go back to a showroom and get ripped off again. And don't forget, when you buy your mattress from Dollar Mattress, they set up the brand new bedding and take away the crappy old smelly bedding for free. That's right. No matter how nasty and soiled and grotesque and unmentionable the old bedding is, they take away the old bedding and set up your brand new one for free when you do business with Dollar Mattress. Make that call right now and enjoy a great night's sleep as soon as tonight and for months and years to come. 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Tell them that fat boy told you to call. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Gang rape is funny. What's next? Dead babies? All of America is tuning in to find out who will be the next un-American idol. Tonight, from Kandahar, five talentless Taliban creeps face the judges. Who will be eliminated? Will it be Muhammad, 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 or Muhammad? And now, the end is near. We will destroy the great Satan. <laughs> and when they're done, each un-American performer is judged on the spot by an un-American idol judge, like Simon. Well, Mohammed, I thought your performance was repugnant, repulsive, revolting. In other words, you're fabulous. Un-American Idol, where bombing on stage takes on a whole new meaning. Oh, Sama, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind, Osama. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. Un-American Idol, where even the winners are losers. 918 at 560 WQAM. We are radio-ish. Now, let me ask you, why are you faxing me this boring crap? Uh, well, it's half of what was faxed over here. Yeah, but that's not the point. I mean, why are you faxing me all of these bedtime stories? Know, just uh, so you I thought we aren't it. doing that anymore. 
Just so you have it, so you can see it. Why? I don't know. So I can get depressed? Okay. Don't, do I need to see anything new about Dick Cheney or about fascism by this federal government? I don't need to see any more. But you're just depressing me now with this All crap. Right. Between you and Boca Brian and Carlos, I think Eric is the winner in this contest. Eric's starting <laughs> to look a lot better. What are you laughing about? And all these people just uh, making their own little... Just be good little soldiers. They're okay. Just goose step along. Speaking of that, do you have that LaToya cart still handy? That is on a cart, My isn't it? My mother is very much aware of all the yeah. children that were there, all the boys that stayed there. And she is the one who always said that Michael... Excuse my expression, but he's a faggot. And she would say, that damn faggot. I can't stand him. Oh, no, but last night she changed her tune, LaToya, now that she's uh, not under that evil spell. Speaking of evil spells and voodoo, which we'll get to momentarily. Yeah, Michael Jackson, no matter how much we want him to go away, he just will not go away. He refuses. And Rick faxes and says, It was nice to see that Larry King never asked LaToya what time uh, she was had to return Michael's nose back to him. Larry is so lame. Yes, he is. Uh-huh. 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 He's lame, all right. Talk about letting somebody off the hook. Just, you know, he, he would pretend that he was following up the question. Like, uh, you read that stuff and uh, you really uh, wanted to read it. I, I mean, you know, he just let her say whatever else she wanted to say. And then they put on a bunch of ass kissers. Oh, LaToya, it's so wonderful to see you and you look so good. And are you going to be performing live in Sweden here? And uh, the, those are the only calls I heard were ass-sucking calls. Not how, not how come you wrote all that crap in the book and now you're changing your tune. Because your brother's a child molester and you're changing your tune. I don't want to talk about that anymore because it's bad for business. Anyway, don't get me started on that pitch, on okay. that whole thing. Man charged with trespassing after refusing to remove pro-peace shirt in mall. This story is so freaking what America is uh, all about right now that it's as scary as what it is. People ought to be hiding under the goddamn bed is what they ought to be doing because... That's the American fucking way. Right. Albany, New York. A man was charged with trespassing in a mall after he refused to take off a T-shirt that said, Peace on Earth and Give Peace a Chance. <gasps> mall security approached Stephen Downs, 61, and his 31-year-old son Roger on Monday night after they were spotted wearing the T-shirts at the Crossgates Mall in a suburb of Albany, the men said. The two said they were asked to remove the shirts made at a store there or leave the mall. They refused. The guards returned with a police officer who repeated the ultimato. The son took off his T-shirt, but the father refused. Uh, I said, all right then, arrest me if, if you have to, Down said. So that's what they did. They put the handcuffs on and took me away. Based on what? Based on they didn't like his freaking well, T-shirt. I understand that, but what, what law are they citing? Downs pleaded innocent to the charges Monday night. The New York Civil Liberties Union said it would help him with his case if asked. Police Chief James Murley said his officers were just responding to a complaint by mall security. We don't care what they have on their shirts, but they were asked to leave the property, and it's private property, Murley said. A mall spokeswoman didn't return calls Tuesday seeking comment. Monday's arrest came less than three months after about 20 peace activists wearing similar T-shirts were told to leave the mall by security and police. There were no arrests in that incident. How do you like that? So, in other words, like kids going to school, yeah. they're going to get sent home if they're wearing a T-shirt that the teacher decides is unpopular or provocative or has a message they don't like. And now if you go to the shopping mall... So I think that everybody in Albany, New York, that's, that's what these people ought to be doing is organizing. Everybody who wants peace or give peace a chance or doesn't agree or goose step in the line, they should just not shop at that mall anymore. Sounds good to me. Right. Tell them just the old F.U. sounds good. I mean, since when do malls have a dress code? Because that's the excuse at school is you can't wear anything provocative because of the dress code. Right. 
You can't have free speech is what it boils down to. You can't you can't display anything on your shirt. It reminds me of Hollywood Beach not that many years ago when right. Mayor Mara Golanti, the fascist mm -hmm. mayor of Hollywood, uh, life is a beach. Oh, no, you can't be wearing those. And I forget what the other ones were, the uh, slightly more provocative T-shirts they were wearing on there. Oh, you can't have those on Hollywood Beach. Right. Or the thong police, don't forget them. We're going to turn you into a frog, okay? <laughs> As if we don't have enough of those already down there. Just disgraceful, all this bull crap and all this pseudo-patriotism and putting the hand over the heart and saluting the flag and one nation under God. Yeah, right, you're living in the past, okay? you got a bunch of fascists now deciding who can say what, when they can say it, where they can say it, where they can express themselves, what we can say on the air, yada, 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 whether or not we can play Condoleezza, all this other crap. Forget about freedom. That's in the, that's in the past. We're taking gigantic leaping, not just steps. Steps mm -hmm. indicates like, you know, one step at a time. Right. We're taking gigantic bounds. You know how like a kangaroo right. leaps from one spot to another. Back into the distant past where freedom was just a fantasy in somebody's mind. Just a fig newton of somebody's imagination. Freedom, my big fat frickin' ass. God. Better take this Miami call. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, my mother had a friend who was curator at that museum in uh, Texas, Dallas. The school yeah. repository museum. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I went to the opening with them, and there's a film in there. I guess it was a home video or something. The Zapruder showed... film? Huh? The Zapruder film? Is there a copy of it? I don't know. It was in the. They had it in the um, exhibit. Anyway, it shows. It, it's towards the grassy knoll, and there's right. big puffs of smoke coming right. from the damn trees. Oh, there's no question about it. And there's people running towards the trees, and I'm like. What's the deal here? All, all the people in the crowd, or at least most of them, ran right toward the grassy knoll because that's where the gunshots came from. They did not come from the Texas School Book Depository. Well, if you ever go there, check out the film in there and show you can see smoke. Okay. All right, man. Probably George has lit up a big fat one up there. <laughs> yeah, that's what the smoke is, George Bush. No, no, seriously, I mean, anybody with a brain knows that it was a conspiracy, that Lee Harvey Oswald was a patsy, just like he said. He was set up to take the fall for the assassination of President Kennedy and for the shooting of the police officer. Officer Tibbetts, was that his name? I guess. What do you mean you guess? You're supposed to be the expert. I'm supposed to be the old senile fart. Officer J.D. Tibbetts, I believe, was his name. But I'll nevertheless. For it. Huh? I'll take your word for it. He was a patsy, Oswald. He never shot anybody except, of course, Jack Ruby, and that was another whole story. <laughs> or was the other way around, I'm sorry. And a bad movie, too. Yeah, Jack Ruby shot him at the... Uh... Yeah, just a coincidence that they just happened to let Ruby walk in there because he was mm -hmm. known to the police. They just let him kind of walk in and, oh, bada-bing, and so now we'll never get the real truth from Lee Oswald. And then Jack Ruby in jail and Dorothy Kilgallen. Book of Brian will tell you about that one of these days. <laughs> in between uh, making a lot of bits that we can't play on the air. Dorothy Kilgallen. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, she died real suddenly, too. Very suspicious, huh? <laughs> and then next it was John Charles Daly and Bennett Cerf, and they all died from What's My Line. Except for Arlene Francis. She just refuses to die. She didn't die, did she? I think she's still alive. Huh? I don't know. She just refuses to die, Arlene Francis. Everybody else on that show who was ever on there except Soupy Sales and Arlene Francis, they all died. Yeah, what, what's my line with John Charles Daly? Boy, that was a bad show. But it goes to show in the early days of TV, no matter what crap they put on, we'd watch it. You want to know why? Because that's what was there. Yeah, not like now. Now, <laughs> now when you got a choice of 50,000 different channels, I was telling George before the show today, I watched yesterday a Spanish-language version of Dracula from 1931 with subtitles. Dracula. 
It was, it was uh, camp. It was funny. <laughs> it sounds like it would be funny. It was very amusing. So we'll get to today's poll momentarily when we're good and ready. We'll take some more of these uh, fantastic calls. We're kind of trying to lighten things up a little bit for you instead of getting you mired in all of this nervous Nelly crap. You know what? What are we going to do about it? Look on our website. we got 50,000 uh, scintillating stories on there about the war and about Bush did this and Bush is going to do that and Ashcroft says this and Tom Ridge is an asshole. Stuff like that. It's all on there. But as far as the show is concerned, that guy yesterday, that screamer that called on the show yesterday, remember he's giving me a song to dance about what I should be doing. He was like one step away from that bitch that calls mm-hmm. about how difficult it is. It's not difficult at all. People want to be entertained. They want some amusement, okay? They don't want to be beat. At least I don't want to be beaten over the head with this crap all day, okay? What are we going to do about it? It's not a question of if. It's a question of when. I say March 12th. Pick that. That's a week from today. All right. Got it written down? Got it written down. Big That's my choice in the office pool for the uh, first uh, La Bamba, Una Bamba Grande on uh, uh, Baghdad or somewhere there. Well, you already said between the 10th and the 20th. Well, I'm being specific now. I'm being very Pacific. All right. March 12th. What do you say? Oh, 12th sounds good. Oh, we're going to do an office pool. That's a good idea. How about the 14th? Okay. And Carlos? Which is Friday. 17th. 17. Ah, you're usual. Miguel, way behind. And Miguel, you can take a pick, too, since he happens to be writing. Yeah, what's Miguel got in the office pool? What date? And write them all down. Write our names down. The trend day. He's voting for the 27th. Oh, that's when the trends come out? Yeah. Oh, brother, that's going to be D-Day, all right. <laughs> Big day. You wait and see that. If we have another one of those real bad trends. <laughs> and if Mo goes up again, we'll have to start sucking his uh, checkered pants. Hey, but look on the bright side. Yeah. Remember the uh, the previous Gulf War? Our ratings went way up because nobody else in town is doing, uh, you know... That was on WIOD, you see. Right. That was an IOD. That was a news and talk station, not a sports station. Oh, I I don't think too many people are going to be tuning to a sports station to find out what's going on in the world. (laughs) On the same station that when 9-11 took place, Geldy was in on there babbling. What are we going to say about it? What are we going to say? Let's talk sports. Come on. You know that? Remember that embarrassment? Sports. 928 at 560 WQM, and I guarantee you, guys, size makes a difference. Trust me. Take it from somebody who knows. According to the Florida Department of Labor, computer professionals have big, big, impressive mushrooming paychecks. That's what we're talking about. According to the state of Florida, computer careers are among the highest paid and in highest demand. And fast ranking up, you get a big fat one, too, and a paycheck as well with their computer career. And they can train you in just four short months. Fast Train's got locations all over town, so no matter where you be living, there's probably one right by you. They're in Kendall, they're in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines. And they've got day, evening, and weekend schedules, so no longer do you have any excuse to stay in a crappy minimum wage dead-end job working for some schmuck. Call Fast Train today. They'll be happy to answer all your questions and tell you how you can get into a real good job. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. they got full-time job placement, guaranteed financing. Call them today or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. Get yourself a big fat one from Fast Train, and George will smoke it with you. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. is tuning in to find out who will be the next Un-American Idol. Tonight, from Kandahar, five talentless Taliban creeps face the judges. Who will be eliminated? Will it be Mohammed, 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 or Mohammed? Didn't I just play that or am I uh, hallucinating? No, you Uh, played it. Huh? You played it. See, you see, I asked, and Carlos is like, ah. Uh, I was across well, the room. Well, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not listening to this crap. Dr. Phil. 
He's the fresh new face of TV talk. Now, his folksy pearls of wisdom are available on this new compact disc. Introducing the best of Dr. Phil with great Dr. Phil quotes like, You want to know where the truffles are? Just follow the pig. Uh, and, Now, if you fall off the horse, don't get back on. Shoot the dang thing and buy a car. Huh? But that's not all. When you order the best of Dr. Phil, you'll get hundreds of pithy and peculiar sayings like these. The farmer wouldn't need a tractor if the ox ran on diesel. What? Plus, if you treat your marriage like a turkey ranch, you better keep your eye on the giblets. If you enjoy getting advice that's both down-home and downright confusing, get the best of Dr. Phil. Hi, I'm Dr. Phil McGraw. And before you order, think about this. If you're sitting on a stool that's too high, you ain't never gonna reach the udder. Am I making myself clear? Uh, no. Operators are standing by anyway. Yeah, that Dr. Phil. He's an asshole. Make no mistake about it. He makes me physically ill when I see him on the TV. Dr. Ill? Dr. Ill. Anyway, I'll, I don't, on the next break, let me be sure and play this again. All of America is. <laughs> well, what the hell do I know? Okay, Whatever. I'm not paying any attention. I'm busy trying to get. Hour, I'm anyway. busy watching it snow out there. Anyway. Oh, it is Wednesday too. Don't forget our big <gasps> noon to one hour. <gasps> that was just practice for our big comedy bits hour from noon to one. Yeah, you can play yeah, it again. It's just snowing out there. I'll play. In fact, all of America. <laughs> let's get started with that right now. It sounds good to me. Here's a call from Delray Beach. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. How can you have had a list of overrated cities without including Chicago, Toronto, Boston, or Pahokee? Yeah. Uh, embattled pop star Michael Jackson wears a prosthetic nose and once paid $150,000 for a voodoo curse, or as Paula said this morning on CNN, voodoo, a voodoo <laughs> curse, to kill director Steven Spielberg despite being deep in debt, Vanity Fair magazine reports in that big article. Now, I just want to caution you that the person who wrote the Vanity Fair article, is her name in here? Is that the bitch that's been on all the uh, like little interview shows? Uh, where the hell is her name? She's married to um, Tim Russert from Meet the Press. Okay. That pasty-faced Irishman Tim Russert. Right. And uh, she also wrote the book about Andrew Cunanan, and I remember when that came out at the time, after all that stuff went on, especially in South Florida, which nobody cared about because it was a fag thing. But anyway, she didn't know what a glory hole was. Mm. So how could some bitch who doesn't even know what a glory hole is uh, be writing about Michael Jackson and little boys? You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe she what never she had know? occasion to use one. Yeah, well. <laughs> Vanity Fair in its article for its April issue also reports that Jackson bleaches his skin white because he doesn't like being black. Oh! Surprised? The 44-year-old singer sometimes refers to black people as spa books, the magazine said. Spa books. Which is a combination of what? Spooks and what? Black spook? I don't know. Spabooks. I'll let it go. It's got kind of a ring to it. Spabooks, spabooks, spabooks. No. Not one of those things. Just keep saying it over and over again. It won't have any meaning. Spabooks, 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 spabooks. Oh, you know what? That sounds like Eddie. Yeah, I know. Spabooks, spabooks, spabooks. Yeah. This is Eddie. Spabooks, spabooks. Maybe that's what he was saying. Anyway, Jackson's manager did not immediately return phone calls and a fact request for comment on the article. Jackson's London publicist could not be reached for comment. Vanity Fair reports in the article that in 2000, Jackson attended a voodoo ritual in Switzerland where a witch doctor promised that Spielberg, music mogul David Geffen, and 23 other people on the entertainer's list of enemies would die. What about Tommy Mottolia? I'm I bet sure. you he was on the list. Jackson underwent a bloodbath as part of the ritual and ordered his... He underwent a bloodbath as part of the ritual. Don't just gloss over yeah, that. No, that's well. All of America! <laughs> 
then ordered his former <laughs> business advisor, Myung Ho Lee, to wire $150,000 to a bank in Mali for a voodoo chief named Baba. Yeah. Who sacrificed 42 cows for the ceremony, the magazine reported. <laughs> How do you like that? Baba. Do you, do you think that it was Baba Bui? <laughs> or Baba Ganoush? Baba Spabook. Or maybe Baba Bui. Or Baba Black. Vanity Fair reported that Jackson wears a page boy wig and prosthesis that serves as the tip of his nose. Yeah. The magazine interviewed a source close to Jackson who said that without the device, Jackson resembles a mummy with two nostril holes. He's got two holes. Mm -hmm. According to the magazine, Jackson's extravagant lifestyle and declining record sales have left him $240 million in debt. All right. Oh, better go out and buy some Michael Jackson oh. records right now to get the king of pop his uh, money back. One million times for Neil Rogers. He's in the his aisle. Yeah. Isn't that amazing how that happens when your fingers slip? <laughs> that was kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was really hoping for, but... All of America... <laughs> The article, which relies in part on court filings in a $12 million lawsuit against Jackson by Lee, said that since the mid-1990s, the reclusive entertainers relied on a series of multi-million dollar loans to cover his expenses. In addition to the lawsuit by Lee, Jackson's also enmeshed in a $21 million court battle with German concert promoter Marcel Avram over canceled Millennium Concerts, has been sued by Sotheby's auction house for $1.6 million, and yada, yada, yada. He's got Soros, baby, and that's why we needed LaToya on there last night to suck up with Larry, and he sucked up with her, and to make everything look good. And, and the guy's right that sent the facts. She did have uh, what used to be Michael's nose on her face last night. The old nose. She's got the old nose before he just had the two holes in his... <laughs> She said she's got two holes in her puss, too. This is a disgusting article. I bet you Miguel would be very interested in this. He's out of there now, right? Yeah, right. Good. He'd get, he'd get psychotic if he heard this. Arafat and Castro listed among the world's richest rulers. Yeah. Palestinian leader Yasser Amafart and Cuban President Fidel Castro have been listed among the world's richest rulers, although their estimated fortunes pale in comparison to those of established monarchs. Forbes magazine, which has compiled the list of the richest kings, queens, and despots, and published it in its latest issue, puts Arafat's holdings at $300 million and Castro's at $110 million. Oh, they're no Oprah. No, they're not. The publication admitted, though, that valuing these fortunes is a tricky business. It said it calculated Castro's wealth, for example, as a percentage of Cuba's gross domestic product. The list is led by Saudi ailing king Fahd bin Abdul Aziz, who's said to be worth $20 billion. Right. He's followed by the Sultan of Brunei, Haj mm -hmm. Hassaniya Bolkiah, whose net worth is estimated at a paltry $11 billion. Well, that Sultan sure is slipping. The Prince of Liechtenstein, Hans Adam the Tooth, was tied in third place with Iraqi President Saddam Hussein. The fortunes of East of the East of them are estimated $2 billion according to Forbes. Pikers. Small potatoes. Right. Bill Gates has what? Small potatoes is the freaking Saddam Hussein. Okay, here's the poll for today, and we'll build it. And I realize oh, it's... Another poll. What? Yeah. Another poll? Well, I wanted to say this so that the guy can call in again, which he will. Mr. Negatory. Another poll. Another poll. Like that punk who sent the facts a couple of days ago. Mm. Oh, and don't even get me started on those polls. Okay, we won't even get you started, Billy, or whatever your name is. And get your finger out of your boyfriend's. Rectum. People are starting to talk. Okay, and wash it off while you're at it, please. And the finger, too. Here's the poll today. Very similar to yesterday, but it's a spin-off. I mean, if Hank spun it for a little while, why can't we spin our own? Or roll our own. What's the one place in the world you've been uh, never been to that you want to visit the most? Now, you insist that I've done this before. I don't think so. I think you did cities before. Pretty damn positive. You're positive what? That you did cities before. Cities that you want to visit or some variation of this. It's full of crap. All right. 
What's the one place in the world you've never been to that you want to visit most? Now, I start with a list of one because I put my own on there. Prague. Right. I added one. And that is? New Zealand. So it can be a country, a city. It can be whatever you want. New Zealand? Yeah. What do you want to go there for? Exotic. They got those Maoris. Uh, every picture that I've seen uh, looks really beautiful. They're they're peaceful people. So uh, yeah, I want to check it out. Mm. Out, out. It's exotic out in the middle of nowhere. What about Australia? That too. I mean, there were a lot of places. I thought about it a lot. A lot of places I want to. So go that's to. our pool today, and we start with only two, so that leaves it wide open. The one place, and, and not a list. See, uh, not a whole bunch. Oh. The... Not the 85 places you've never been to that you'd like to see. The one place in the world you've never been to that you want to visit most. In other words, if you were to win a ticket, they used to do that on uh, on some of the game shows years right. ago, on the quiz shows. Name a place. Right. They, they, you'd, you'd win a trip to any place in the world, and you'd have mm -hmm. to pick one place. You couldn't say, well, I want to go to these 45 places. No, we don't think so. One. Just you know, pick one. You could you could vent about that all day long, and they'll still call up and fax lists. That's what you think. All right. Because you know what they're going to get if they do that, either on the phone or on the fax machine? The old DQ, baby. They're going to get the old DQ, which stands for, of course, the old Dairy, dairy queen. queen. 942 at 560. Rhymes with DQ, 942. Let me tell you about a place you'll love, Pizza Loft. I'm sure most of you have eaten there, but if you haven't, what are you waiting for? Two Broward locations, and Jeff Cohen continues to be the mastermind of delicious food at teeny tiny prices. That's why the rimmers go there all the time, because the price is right, especially for them. Every Monday night at the loft is lasagna night. Tuesday's eggplant night. Buy one of these dinners on these nights. Get the second for only five bucks. Wednesday, your kids eat free with adults. They can see Jeff's famous magic show like tonight. Every Thursday is bike night at both pizza loft locations. Come on a motorcycle. Wipe it off. Buy one dinner. Get the second one for half price. And, of course, the dinners are sensational. If you want to try a little of this, a little of that, get a combination dinner. Chicken and veal and seafood. They got three different kinds of great pizza, including that spicy Fugaza pizza. They got calzone, super subs, the best garlic rolls, I guarantee you, you've ever put in your ugly puss. So if you want, like I said, delicious Italian goodies at very inexpensive prices, take the whole gang for lunch, dinner, or late night snacks to either Broward location or the Pizza Loft. They're in Davie on University Drive between Griffin and 595. That's probably where you'll see the rumors eating a lot of free meals. That's right in the Pizza Loft Plaza, Kitty Corner, Armadillo Cafe. Behind Pier, did I say behind Pier 1 Imports? With lots and lots of free parking. For takeout, delivery, and catering at the uh, Davie location, call 954-916-8880. 954-916-8880, and now in Plantation, right out there by me, not too far from my home. they got a brand-new location where the food is just the same great stuff, same low prices, and the same friendly, excellent service and laid-back atmosphere. In Plantation, call 954-382-1999. 382-1999, that's on a corner of Knob Hill and Sunrise, right behind the world-famous Walgreens. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM. It's Dave in Miami Town at 560 WQAM. Hola. <laughs> Hello. Hola. Oh, who is this, the maid? No, this is the wife, Talia. <laughs> I'd like to speak to Tommy Metolia. Hello, Tommy Motola resident. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Charles? No, 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 Talia. Talia. Let me talk to the devil. Please hold. Tommy! Ah. Tommy! Yeah. Tommy! What is it? You got the phone. Oh. Phone. Hello. Tommy Metolia. 
speaking. This is Michael Jackson. You lost your job. You lost your job. Hey, I didn't lose my job. I stepped down. Oh, sure. However you want to paint the picture, whatever you have to tell yourself in order to save some sort of face, you do it. But you lost your job. You know, actually, it's kind of nice to hear your voice. What? It's kind of nice to hear anybody's voice. What are you talking about? Yeah, can you hear that? That's my Mexican wife, let me tell you. It was cute for maybe five, ten minutes a day. But if I got to stay home with her, every day I'm going to go crazy. You're getting your just desserts, Tommy Metoya, the devil. All we do is eat Mexican food. Chimichangas, burritos, tostitos. I got more gas than Exxon. And you deserve to have the bloat. Listen, Michael, I'll resurface somewhere. I'll start another label. Sure you will. So you can destroy the career of other budding artists. Are we going to Chevy? Yes, honey, we're going to Chevy. Thank you very much, All right. Oh, jeez. If it's not Chevy's, it's Chi-Chi's. If it's not Chi-Chi's, it's, it's, uh, what's that drive-in place? I don't know what you're talking about. I called to berate you. And all I'm getting is dribble and chimichanga. Admit it. I was the reason you were forced to be fired. Right, I know, because I'm very, very, very devilish. I want to live in America. I want to live in America. You're living in America, all right? Hey, look, Mikey, I got to go, okay? I got to take her over to Taco Bell. Chevy! Okay. Chevy's, you want to come with us? No, I don't want to be seen with you. You are the devil. So at this point, I am finding myself having some sympathy for you. All right, all right, all right. I, I got to go there, Mikey. Let me tell you something. If I were to fart right now, half the neighborhood would go up. Goodbye. Hi, 50, 10, 10 at 560 WQM. I got some bad news. Just facts to us, which you already saw because you sent me the facts. Arlene Francis. She died. Oh, no. May 13th, 2001. She's dead. Arlene Francis. She died. That's the bad news. Now, how the hell did she go ahead and do that without us knowing about it? I know. Should have sent us a memo. I must have been on vacation or something. That sounds about my vacation time. She must have gone ahead and croaked without us even knowing about it. Damn it. Don't do that again, Arlene. Now, take a look at the response to our survey today, boy. It's pretty weak. Pretty weak. And we only got till noon, so you better get to it if we're going to put this thing together. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Another big thing today is Wednesday, March 5th, which you know what that means, don't you? Yes, I do. Fasting day. Mm-hmm. I made some soup for the occasion. Bastard. You're going to go to hell, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm sure. Pope John Paul II stepped up his crusade against the looming war in Iraq, urging the world's Christians to stage a fast for peace on the same day as his envoys to meet with U.S. President George W. The Pope said the day of fasting today would remind people of the long years of suffering endured by Iraqi citizens as a result of the international embargo against the country. So all you people out there, Goyim, Jews, atheists, agnostics, uh, fast today in honor of uh, the Pope, in honor of uh, with this, this silent protest, this hungry protest. What do you say? You're going to do it? Yeah. No. I'm not either. you got to pray too, though, right? No, just fast. Oh, I see. And then uh, sacrifice 42 cows and put a voodoo, a voodoo curse on, uh, on Paula. <laughs> the blood, blood bath included. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hi, Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. How you doing? Are you okay. taking, taking suggestions on places to take a trip? Well, when you say on places to take a trip, I mean, let me read it again. What's okay. the one place in the world you've never been to that you want to visit the most? Okay, I got one. 
Antarctica. And what do you want to go there for? It's everything that Florida is not. It's clean and pristine, total lack of holy rivers, and you never need the air conditioning again. Uh-huh. America is tuning in. They got penguins. Oh boy. Yeah, so did Batman. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. Burgess Meredith, he died. Damn yeah. it. Caesar Romero, he's dead. Look mm-hmm. at all the people that we used to be right. on a uh, Batman, except for Adam and they're getting pretty old too from that thing we mm-hmm. read yesterday. Milton Burrow, right? Louis Lilac, he's dead. Penguin. Mm-hmm. You know who? Uh, now what about Frank Gorshin? He was he's, the Riddler. He's still alive. Is he still alive? Yes, he Thank is. Thank God we still got some living criminal from a Batman. Thank goodness. He uh, shows up on those reunion shows every now and again. He must be, what, about 96? Yeah, uh, drunk. I mean, uh, a good guy. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, buddy. How are you? Okay. Uh, how about uh, the, I'd always like to see, I've uh, never been there, and I'd like to see the pyramids in Egypt. Pyramids in Egypt? Yes, I always thought that would be interesting to see. Okay. So that's what I, that's my I got you down, sir. Okay, thank you. Pyramids in Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, I guess, well, yeah, Egypt. You want me to write pyramids in he could, he could go see the caves on uh, Smallville. All right. Let me know whether it was uh, small or large. Don't forget your disc. We had a repeat last night. We had a uh, rerun on Smallville. It's only the first week in March, and I'll read their show in reruns. A disgrace, an absolute disgrace, what TV does to us. They come up with maybe like a half a dozen new mm-hmm. episodes for each of these shows every year, maybe if we're lucky. And the rest of it, they just filler stuff. They just, you know, right. throw it in there. And you'll shut up and like it. Right, just just to kill time, they throw crap in there like... All of America! Yeah, like that. 5670560. Oh, this is not starting off real exciting here today, you know what? Mm, the guy with his Antarctica, like... With, we're, we're not asking to be clever. We're asking like a real... I, I realize that's not funny. It's not amusing. It's not hysterical. It's not a panic. But it is interesting, and I and I realize that also we're dealing with a lot of very parochial people. For a place that's as transient as South Florida, and a place that's got as many people who've come from other places, they sure have a lot of like uh, nobody goes anywhere, you know? Right. People that haven't been more than two blocks from home, like George. Here's at least recently. Here's Miami. Hello, Neil. Miami. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, for your poll, I got a got a possibility. How about Alaska? You see all these people taking those Alaskan cruises. It's supposed to be gorgeous up there. And that's the one place in the world you'd want to go if you had a chance. If you had an unlimited amount of money, you could get a ticket to anywhere you wanted. That's the one place you'd go. Yeah, so I think it's a pretty pretty decent looking place. Got one quick question for you, Neil. Uh, how come you're always talking about Tom Welling and Tom Welling's feet? I've been listening for a long time, and you always seem to bring up that subject. How come I'm always talking about Tom Welling and his feet? Yeah. Did I bring that up today, or did you bring it up today? You brought up Tom Welling, and yesterday, right before the end of the show, you brought him up, and it seems every time you bring him up, you talk about the guy's feet. He's got big feet. Yeah, so what? Size 14. So what? Piece of information. You don't care about Tom Welling's feet? Not really. Well, I do. And I hope you have a good time in Alaska. Like that line in the movie, I had a lousy time in Yugoslavia. Remember Jack Lemmon, what that was the name yeah. of that movie, Mass Appeal? Very good. Charles Durning mm-hmm. was the priest, the father. And I had a lousy time in Yugoslavia, and he, like, slams the door and walks out. Nice going. He was great, boy, Jack Lemmon. Yes. Dead. Charles Durning, and now he's still alive. Please tell me he's still alive. He's still I, alive. Probably not. No, he is. I don't think so. He's fat. 
Is he, is he the last fat living person who's not a, a talk person on QAM? <laughs> Gotta be. Five, six, seven. I'll tell you, so far this poll is going no place fast. So, you know, I mean, these are the worst selections. Yeah, this guy, enough right how come now? you're always talking about Tom Welling and his feet? Because I feel like it, okay? Maybe he'd like to lick his feet or lick something, okay? And God, besides, what a stupid question. Everybody knows why. Right, because if you have big feet, supposedly you got a big penis, okay? I like Tom Welling. He's lovely. He's beautiful, okay? I guarantee he looks a lot better than you do, sir. God, what a schmuck. But he wants to go to Alaska. I think I think with your personality and your common sense, it would be a perfect place for you, okay? Somewhere in the wilderness. Somewhere you can only get by boat. What's the one place in the world you've never been to you want to visit most? Prague and New Zealand are the choices for me and George. And Egypt from the God that says he wants to go see the pyramids. And that's it. In a half an hour, we're building one hell of a list, man. <laughs> and we only got till noon. That's good. Because you know what we're going to do from noon until one? Yeah, I do. All of America. That over and over and over again. I'm going to put it on an endless loop. So we're not putting Alaska down? No, I'm not putting anything down <laughs> for that punk. Who wants to know about how come I'm talking about Tom Welling and his goddamn feet? Jesus, are you really that stupid, sir? Yes. Can anybody really be that dumb? Uh -huh. Man. He wouldn't know a fag if he bit him on his uh, nut. 9.57 at 5.60 WQM. The only horse racing fireworks stunt show in the world is going to take place this Friday, day after tomorrow, March 7, at Pompano Park. It's called Hot to Trot. Speaking of Tom Welling, are you talking about pyrotechnics again? Australian stuntman Vincent... Oh, they're suing, by the way. Do you see the first yes, lawsuits yes, are being filed? Yes. Australian stuntman Vincent Silvestro and his wonder horse, Hand Me Silver, will amaze you as Vincent stands on the shaft of his Aussie race bike, holds the reins in his teeth, 15,000 candle power marine flares in his hands, and while Hand Me Silver races around the dark track, he shoots off more than 2,000 rounds of fireworks from the back of his race bike. And the grand finale is as exciting as Macy's July 4th display. So it says here, and if Steve Wolf says it, it might be true. General parking and admission is always free at Pompano Park. That is true. The fireworks showtime is 9 p.m. this Friday, along with exciting harness racing action. Starting at 7 p.m., there will be free miniature horse rides, free face painting, and clowns for the kids and live music, too. I want to see Fat Rich after he gets his face painted. Wouldn't that be cute? Oh. <laughs> Located a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road, Pompano Park is easy to get to from both I-95 and the Turnpike. For more information, call 972-2000. And don't forget the Big Friday Hot to Trot Horse Racing Fireworks Stunt Show this Friday night at Pompano Park. Live racing, uh, let's see. Now, I don't actually have the March schedule here, so I'm assuming it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at Pompano oh, Park. Yeah, and of course, uh, come out to a Pompano this Saturday, March 15, and win a vacation trip for two to Treasure K Resort Marina in Abaco, Bahamas, and uh, simulcasting every day, seven days a week, from noon till late uh, wee hours of the morning at Pompano Park. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Fudge packing. Stuff my face with chocolate Though I love the taste It goes right to my waist My bills, I just can't but the rest When that ice cream float goes down my throat Everything's okey-doke Until I see the numbers on the scale
to at 560. It's Fasting Wednesday. Do what the Pope tells you, okay? Don't touch that thing and et cetera and so on. Not and don't late. eat. Just eat some noodles. Don't touch it. What's the one place in the world you've never been to that you want to visit the most? Prague, New Zealand, and Egypt. So far, that's it. Maybe that'll be the whole list. I don't know. Miguel threw one in, and uh, it's a good choice, I think. Who did? Miguel. And he said, Ibiza. Ibiza? Si. Did he say Ibiza? With si. a list? Si. Because the people there speak with a list. Yeah, Ibiza's supposed to be a pretty hot place. That's what I hear. So we're putting Ibiza on the list. That's a good place. How come all the good suggestions are coming from inside the building, <laughs> and the audience, as usual, are a bunch of losers, man? I want to go to Alaska, Antarctica, uh, Batavia, New York. Uh, boy, what a bunch of losers. Oh, and anyway, talking about my psychic powers. Yeah. So I was thinking about doing a pool again because I screwed it up last year when we did it. I did a really bad job. I was in a sour mood that day. Somebody ate my cornflakes or peed in my uh, something. Weedies. But anyway, uh, the thing about the most beautiful actress. All right. And I was thinking to myself, we could do this one and just say movies or television actress. Right. And I'm thinking, well, that'll eliminate Britney because she's not an actress. So I'm channel surfing yesterday uh -huh. on this movie she over did a channels. Movie. Right. And there's some cheesy movie that she made last year. Right. We don't know what the name of that is. Uh, crossing over, crossing. What, uh, whatever hell it was. And, and there she is, you know. And I watched it for like 15 seconds to make sure it was her, which it was. Yeah. Cross and you would have watched it a lot longer, I'm sure. But uh, I was more interested in finding out about Tom Welling's feet. But yeah. nevertheless, so I guess uh, if we ever do 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 that, <laughs> it'll have to. She'll have to be in there. Although she's not an actress, no. just because she was in a movie, no, don't make her. Is she an actress? No, no, she's Neither not a singer. Madonna. I beg your pardon. Neither is Madonna. Just because you made a movie, that doesn't make you an actress. Right, that's correct. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. It's just like some people have done this show. Just because they've done the show doesn't make them a talk show host. Right. Here's a call from Pompano. Hello. No wonder the ratings are dropping. Yeah, no wonder. There he is again. Uh -huh. Mr. Negative, the ratings are dropping. Right, we're doing a poll again because Mr. Negative, we wouldn't want to let you down, pal. We wouldn't want to disappoint you. Have something to bitch about. You sour, miserable piece of crap. You can, I can smell it all the way up here. Here's a call from Pembroke Park. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. My place in the world would be Hong Kong. Okay. Uh, only because I was so fascinated from the books by James Clavell. They, they, I just got so fascinated with it. I'd really like to go and see it. Okay. And also, how's your bench doing? It doing all right? My bench? Yeah. Oh, you're the guy that made the bench. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's a beautiful thing. Thanks again. All righty. Bye. Thank you very much. That's the guy that made me that real nice bench that's right. in my bedroom, that uh, beautiful piece of furniture with the lid on it and the whole mm -hmm. thing, and you open up. I've got, in fact, then whoever was that sent me all those um, uh, light bulbs, remember that? Right. The light bulbs are all inside the bench. What's in the box? Light bulbs. Drugs. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. It's a great place to hide your stash. I'll tell you that. Maybe you ought to build you one. Okay. Because when things get really tough, when we all get canned, when Boca Brian makes another bad mistake, straighten his ass out, would you please? And tell him to quit being such a wise ass. Him and Carlos and Eric. We got all these out of control people connected with this show, and all the crap always comes back to, Ew, God. to yours truly. I'm the one that has to take the flack and the heat, Roberta. I know it's getting really old. When I saw that story on that website this morning, then I knew. I, I faxed his, you saw it yourself because you give him the stuff. I faxed him 45,000 bedtime stories between yesterday and today because there's a lot of really important crap going on in the world, a lot of really good articles and stuff that people who care about it really should get to read and know without having to search 5,000 websites. And uh, he's sticking his own crap on there. It's not his own crap. He thought you wanted it on there. Who do you think handed it to me? Who handed it to you? You didn't get it from me. No, no, I'm, I'm looking at George. 
George gave you that story? Oh, it came off the fax machine. It was part of the stack. I didn't read all of it. No, see, the, the audience isn't putting stuff in there, like uh, stories that the audience wants on our website. That's not the way it works. Oh. Don't believe a word he says. Didn't come off my stack. <laughs> Maniac. <laughs> Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, my place in the world would be Nepal. Go ahead. Let me have it. Nepal? And why is that? You know, I've been to New Zealand. I've been to Prague and places like that. And just after a while, you kind of run out of places to go. And, and Nepal's beautiful. Got the mountains. How, how, the how, do you, how do you know it's beautiful if you haven't been there? Uh, I've seen pictures. Yeah. Yeah, Vancouver's beautiful, too. I haven't been there. Yeah. Have a good one. You'll enjoy okay. New Zealand. Okay, thanks. Nepal, Nepal, Nepal. I've heard good things about it. Have you? People that like alternatives, like really exotic, hidden away, not cluttered with tourists, you know, that kind of mm. thing. Prague, New Zealand, Egypt, Ibiza, Hong Kong, and Nepal. We're starting to build slowly here on this list, which is good. And that's, again, because we're not asking for the 5,500 places you'd like to visit. You know, like Ojas, Sweetwater, places you've never been. West mm. Miami. Immokalee. Immokalee, I've been to there. Yeah. A lot of Indians. Mm -hmm. And Panthers. Pahokee. Lutz. Okeechobee. Right. Temple Terrace. Fort Watt. Queerwater. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Barstow. Dunedin. Dunedin. Don't not be yet. eating nothing, okay? Don't be eating because the Pope's going to... He'll put a voodoo curse on if you don't watch it, a voodoo curse. <laughs> him and Michael Jackson will get like they'll uh, they'll uh, do something with a cow. Does not sure what. Does he have a blood bathing suit? The Pope for the blood bath. Don't start again now. Blood bathing suit for the blood bath. That's kind of cute. We're gonna have a blood bath in Iraq. Oh! It's gonna be big. It's gonna be fast. We're gonna hit him. They're not gonna know what hit him. And the public is saying, oh yeah, well, yeah. You know, at this point, all you can say is let's just hope for the best. You know, right. let's hope it don't go too bad. Brace yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's coming whether you like it or not. You know what I'm saying, sweetheart? Squirt, squirt. It's coming whether you're ready for it or not. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the. Oh, let's see. So the deal is now that they're going to see if they have the nine votes in the UN to pass the resolution, the second yeah. resolution. And if they don't, they'll just avoid the vote, which will avoid Russia the embarrassment of having to veto it. And then the Brits in the US, they'll just go in, and then everybody else will just kind of like pile on, you know? They'll just yeah. pile on. They'll pile on somewhere. Don't drive inside the pylons; you'll get disqualified. Here's Plantation, uh, what does that say? Oh, Plantation Key, I'm sorry. Hello. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, Victoria Falls. Victoria Falls? In Alaska? No, in Africa. Oh. <laughs> Denial? Yeah, and what is it about Victoria Falls that uh, he has you jonesing to see? It's a impressive amount of water going over the lip. Uh, yeah. My sister and brother-in-law were there, and... Listening to them, it sounds like a pretty, pretty. Uh, yeah, but you could sight. see you could see that at the Bellagio in Vegas. Oh, uh, not like this. Okay, I got you down, sir. Thank you. But this is a strange list we're putting mm -hmm. together, you know. <laughs> it sure is. <coughs> and of course, when it's our audience, you'd expect a strange list. Let's see. Uh, here's Big Arnie says, "I would like most to go to Amsterdam, but how can I get there without my wife knowing?" Cute. Take her along, and then dump her ass in one of the canals. They'll never know. They'll never find her. We put that I put down. Amsterdam on there because some people sure. will vote for that, huh? Sure. They're afraid to say it. I don't know why they're afraid to say it. They want to go to Amsterdam. I you want like to go. go there. Right. In fact, I guarantee you'd rather go there than New Zealand. Well, I, I don't know what well, the situation is in New Zealand. Let me say it again. You'd rather go to Amsterdam than New Zealand, but All you right. just don't want to say it. I understand. We, we get it. 
What? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What's the one place in the world you've never been to that you want to visit the most? How about Arlene Francis's tombstone? <laughs> huh? Maybe Boca Brian and I could go I there. In fact, I'd like to shove him under there. He can spend some time with her, some quality time. Here's Plantation. Hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, Melbourne, Australia. Okay. You get, they speak English. You can drink a Foster's, and you can watch those maniacs play that Australian rules football, that referee that throws his hands up in the air. Yeah. They, they used to show it on ESPN. Always wanted to see one of those games. Plus, okay, well, have a, good, have a great time. All right. Thanks. Melbourne, Australia. This list is uh, puke-inducing me. In fact, I might have to fast today, not because of the Pope, just because I'm losing my appetite. I mean, I put down Prague, which I, from what I'm hearing, is a very exciting and right. uh, very wide, open and wild place. And right. makes Amsterdam look like a Sunday picnic, is what I'm it, told. It was the capital of Bohemia. Right, exactly. And then you put down New Zealand because you wanted to be, you know, boring to match your voice. <laughs> Egypt, Ibiza. Now, Miguel came up with a good one, Ibiza. Mm -hmm. He'd probably do pretty well there in Ibiza. With everybody. You're just going to places guys. that are beautiful, like, naturally. You want to go to cities. Ah, look, look, let's face it. This business about beautiful and natural. We can put down Vancouver, you yeah. know. I've seen the pictures. It's beautiful. It's serenic. But, uh, and then what, you know? How about Lake Tahoe? See, I want to get away from people. That's what the plan is. Well, uh, Lake go. Tahoe would be a great place. They're no. kayaking and they're canoeing and they're like, uh, it's a phenomenal place. I'm not talking about the casino. I'm not talking about the city itself. I'm talking about the lake. Have a lot of people heard of Lake Tahoe? Sure. Then, yeah, then it disqualifies. I want to go to places off the beaten path. Uh, I hate to break the news to you, but a lot of people have heard of New Zealand. Oh, yeah, but it's far, far away. Inconvenient for most people. And so is Lake Tahoe. Far away. <laughs> Here's Stuart. Hello. Stuart. Yeah, hello. Yes, sir. I got a, gr I got a great place for you. It's uh, Anawitak Island. The weather is absolutely amazing. It's a small atoll in the Pacific. It's, I've been there. When I was in well, the if you've been there, then it's... Uh, see what I'm saying? They don't freaking get it. Told you. I listen. I understand every word that I say. Okay, I speak very <laughs> clearly, very articulately, blah, 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 like that. And and these people just don't get it. I, I don't understand how it's possible to have so many stupid people in one state. Where the where was that guy? Oh, he's from Stewart. Well, that explains it. Maybe he's kin to Dan Stewart. Oh, we're fine. Yeah. Maybe he's been messing around with Dan Stewart. He's been there. As soon as he said he's been there, I mean, first of all, whatever he said, some little dinky place in the Pacific. Uh, he's already been there. Mm -hmm. Let me say it again. The last time. Let me read it. Read my lips. It won't be the last time. What's the one place in the world you've never been to that you want to visit the most? Not the not the neatest place. Not the most interesting place you have been to. Okay. The one place you've never been to that you want to visit the most. If somebody gave you a ticket and said you can go to any one city, any one place in the world, and we'll pay all the expenses. And why do they make everything so goddamn difficult? You want to know why? Because they're assholes. God. 10.13 at 5.60 WQAM. Let me tell you right now, all you dog lovers, to bark about Bark Avenue Pet Resort in Hollywood. Bark Avenue Pet Resort is the only all-natural pet resort in America, a beautiful 10,000-square-foot facility that offers boarding, grooming, and daycare for your dogs. 
whether just for the day, and daycare is open 7 in the morning till 7 p.m., overnight or for several months, your dog will enjoy the comforts of luxury with oversized tiled suites with animal print beds, filtered smell-free air, cleaner than most of your homes, I'm sure, purified water for drinking, bathing, and washing. Bark Avenue top-notch groomers Todd and Francesca offer expert cuts on all breeds, and they use only pure chemical-free soaps and shampoos to really pamper your pets. At Bark Avenue, dogs aren't cooped up all day like in most places, and your dogs socialize according to their size in large play areas on soft agility mat flooring. And your dogs are always in the presence of a counselor while they're playing. Bark Avenue also offers feline boarding in their kitty condos area, hammocks included. If you want to take a look for yourself, just log on to BarkAvePetResort.com. That's B-A-R-K-A-V-E, BarkAvePetResort.com. And take a virtual tour that allows you to look in on your pet anytime if you have your dog or cat or whatever boarded there. Bark Avenue Pet Resort, they're located at 1400 South Federal Highway. Call them at 954-925-BARK. Or log on to, like I said, BarkAvePetResort.com. Bark Avenue Pet Resort, the vacation spot that your pet will fall in love with. Now, Aaron's coming. I'm actually a lesbian. Once in a lifetime, a man comes along whose life story is so meaningful it can only be captured in poetic song. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. It's Jerry Springer, the opera, where high art meets the lowest common denominator. Hello, I'm Jerry Springer. Today's show is called My Mom Dresses Like a Truck Stop Hooker. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Springer, the opera, drama, pageantry, wonder, and swearing. There's something I must tell you. I'm cheating on you with your stepmother. You mother I'll rip your heart out. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Springer, the opera, the stage spectacle that ain't over till a fat lady gets hit over the head with a folding chair. You think you all that, but you ain't. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. The world's sleaziest talk show host is in the house, the opera house. Jerry Springer, the opera. All right. 1960 WQM, we got the Mad Dog at one from uh, Doral today. <laughs> We're golf intensive, baby. We got our knickers on and our uh, kilts. <laughs> Hank is also doing his show three to seven at Doral, which is very sad. Shitco Panther preview at seven. The Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche from the Mac Arena seven thirty tonight. Jigs is still doing the games, even though Geldy wants his job real bad. And then we got what is this? What? Oh, I see. UN at Virginia hoops seven to ten. That must be on Waxy, although it doesn't say that on my thing here. Uh, but it should. Nice going, uh, Clarence. You can't even make the schedule out right. Eddie K after the hockey game and Joe and Mark overnight. That's the schedule on QM where we are radio-ish. By the way, something. And the reason that I'm telling you about Tom Welling's size 14 feet is you want to know why? You're gay. No, no, it, it, that's not the point. The point, just like Warren Beatty. Warren mm -hmm. Beatty is supposed to have the biggest long in Hollywood. I don't, I, I don't find him the least bit attractive. Although I did see him in some movie when he was very young and didn't look too bad. But uh, nevertheless, but it's just because we know that. See, we, yeah. we know that. And the same with Tom Welling. He's got size 14 feet because it was in the article about him. So we know that. That's mm -hmm. why. Anyway, uh, by the way, what? Um, speaking of radio-ish. Yeah. I got my bonus, and it ain't due for two more weeks. I'm not impressed. Uh, that's the first, I think. I'm, I'm not impressed. I'll be impressed when I find out that they paid Norma Kent the money that they've owed oh, him since, well. uh, for months and months and months. <laughs> then I'll be impressed. I'll be impressed when I find out that the rest of those billboards are up all around town that are supposed to be up since it's now the 5th of March and they were supposed to be up by 15th of February. 
and then certainly by the first of March, and now it's March five, and Muff is going to give me a list of all the locations. And by, you know, they're all talk there. They're all talk. They're bush league, is what they are. They are radio-ish, like I said. And when I start working for Pete Bolger, man, then you're going to see. When I go to work at KAT <laughs> playing classical music, then you're going to see some real action in Jackson. I'll tell you that. Now here's a good one for our list from Gil. Thank you, Gil. Here's a guy that understands. He says fishing is hot. Babes are even hotter in Costa Rica. Now that's a good place for the list, and it's on there now. And we can start putting the list up there just in case, because I don't want to leave that other thing. I don't want to see Key West go over 6,000 votes. Right. Way ahead of you. Fact, said like 10 minutes ago. Good. Get with it, Eric. I mean, let's go. And any, anything that um, uh, Carlos sends you, be very dubious of it, because he's starting to diddle his own stuff on there. You're going to make him I, cry. I, huh? You're going to make him cry. Good. He deserves to cry after putting that piece of crap on there. <laughs> of all the articles in the history that uh, Nick Kristoff has ever written, that's the one that I'd be too embarrassed caving into all these bored-again fanatical going because that's the one thing the media doesn't want to talk about. It, it makes me think again of that Jesse Ventura appearance on uh, Hardball, on Softballs with Chris Matthews mm -hmm. a few months ago. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. And he says, uh, you know, he's asking him, well, do you really uh, feel bad about those comments you made about religion? And he said, why should I say that? All the stuff that's going on in the world right now is because of religious fanaticism and intolerance. All right. And Chris Matthews looks at him and says, oh, you really think so? You really think so? <laughs> yeah, oh, uh... Oh, in other words, do you really want to say that? Even though we all yeah. know, even a little child knows that that's true. Do you really want to say that because you just can't say that Take in America? Back. You just can't express that kind of truth because it flies in the face, because it's a goyish Welt is what he really wanted to say. Like my grandma used to say, it's a goyish Welt. Right, don't you forget it. Yeah, and the Pope won't let you forget it. Don't you forget it. I'm going to be eating heavy duty today just to piss off the freaking Pope. And all those men in skirts that are running around over there with their swish guard. All those faggots. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Hello, Neil. How are you today? Great. Uh I would like to go to India. Okay. It's a great country, there's a lot of things. It's people just think of India as maybe, you know, poor and this and that. But I buy the New York Times on Sunday and they have this sophisticated traveler for the year and such. And one of the places that uh, they played up is India, and it's a beautiful country. It has the mountains, it has a lot of things, and I'd really like to go there. Okay. Be sure and take some nose clips. And have a great time. <laughs> oh, read my mind. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, like, yeah. I don't know. I just You just hear those things. I don't know if it's true or not. Right. You just hear those stories, you know. I've seen well, what's that? What's that one bit about the, uh, oh, that's right, that's on the Bob and Tom thing. What's that? I don't have that. Oh, the new one? here. Yeah, that new Bob and Tom disc. It's it's in my house in a black sack from Balance for Life. Along with that Bob Wolf uh, thing too. What's the name of it? There's a new Bob and Tom disc in here. No, there is. Maybe you left it in here. Double disc set. Oh yeah. Well, let's queue it up for the next break. Cut number twelve on the first disc. The one about uh, nobody speaks English here. I love that. I'll find it. You have to be schmitting me. I left it. Let's yeah, hear it. That's the good news. We don't have to wait till April to hear that bit again. I love that bit. Of course, you don't like it because you and Carlos because it's all that spick. Yeah, I don't speak English. Five, no. Five, six, you just mumble it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Eric is going to get the new pool up here. Of course, this is one of those pools that uh, I, don't, I don't know how that's going to really work when you come right down to it. You know? What do you mean? Well, I mean, it's not like, uh, in, in other not words, everybody's got a different opinion. No, it's not a question of that. 
it's a question of I guess we need to get a lot of different places on there before everybody will find one that they really want to go to. Do you see what I'm saying? I think we've got a fine list so far. Well, okay, what's the one place in the world you've never been to that you want to visit most? And so far we've got Prague, New Zealand, Egypt, Ibiza, Hong Kong, Nepal, as in Nepali. Should we list Ibiza as uh, Ibiza, Spain? No. Or do you think that... Uh, you yeah. know something? If they don't know where Ibiza That's is, then they sure as hell got no business going there. Good point. That's all you're like saying, oh, should we list Amsterdam as in Holland or like in the <laughs> Netherlands or Victoria Falls, Amsterdam, Melbourne, Costa Rica, or India? I don't think he liked that when I said better take some nose clips. Yeah. Well, it's, I was just having a little fun with it. It's beautiful, all the pictures I've seen, but uh, lots of Indians. And uh, that's not what I was necessarily talking about, okay? You weren't? Yeah. Here's Lake Worth. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Good. Hey, I'm a gringo first off. And I want to go and see Cuba and what's got all these Julios in an uproar about that place. Yeah. I have no idea what's got them so, so frenzied up about it, so I'd like to go and see what was so great about it. Cuba. Well, wait a minute. To see what was so great about it, that would be like going to uh, ruins of, uh, time machine, yeah. of Pompeii or something. I mean, you're not going to see what was so great about it because what was so great is not there anymore. Pre-58. They still act like it's the greatest place in the world, so I'd like to go. Okay, have a good time either that or just try Southwest 8th Street. What? I'd like to help him go. Try Southwest 8th Street, Flagler Street. It's a lot cheaper to go there. And then you can turn around and leave real quick. He wants to go to Cuba. Well, no problem. Just come up here to Canada, hop on a plane. Their planes leave it all the time. No problems at all. I'll take up a collection. Why are you doing that now? See, so you're picking on that guy because he says you people. Oh, here's a place that I hear is really great. Yep. Of course, it's not only great, but you know what they, you know who really goes there? What, faggots? A lot of gay people. Mykonos. Mm-hmm. It's one of the uh, stunning Greek islands, it says here, and you're right. Mykonos. Okay. I guess we have to put comma Greece, huh? Because that's one, huh? Right. It's one of the Greek islands, Mykonos. That is where all the fags go, and at least most of them. I've never been there. Greece uh, itself, though, the country of Greece, don't go there. Do not go to Athens. In fact, the nose clips we're going to give the guy uh, who's going to go to India, forget about that. If you're going to Greece, to Athens, uh, we'll give you the nose clips. Never been there, but I hear nothing but terrible, horrible things about how filthy and how it smells there, and just a nasty. And not only that, but remember they were, when they were talking after 9/11 about the airports around the world, how dangerous some of them are. Uh, Athens Airport is one of the, even before 9/11, one of the notorious uh, nasty ones. Mm-hmm. So don't go to Athens unless, of course, you're really heavy into Greek. And I guess if you are heavy into Greek, maybe you want to go to Mykonos, huh? Maybe. Or maybe over to Carlos's house. Not this Carlos. <laughs> We're talking about freaky Carlos. Or maybe this Carlos's house. Maybe Carlos will join you under the overpass. 1027 at 560 WQAM. Hey, if your hair is gone, baby, if it's vanished into the wind, replace it with a real head of hair from Chuck Alfieri. Nothing makes me angrier than seeing guys, especially guys with a lot of money like Sam Donaldson, who look silly. Aaron Brown on CNN. What a, what a silly goat, you know? He looks even worse than Mo, if that's possible. And there's another one, Mo. He's probably made a couple of bucks along the way. All these jobs he's been fired from over the years. But he walks around looking like a clown. Just look on that QAM website and look at that nasty, awful thing that looks like he died on his head. If your hair is gone, join a club. I'm not talking about the hair club for men. I'm talking about the club of guys who have lost their hair with male pattern baldness. Happens to almost every guy. 
And for over 25 years, Chuck Alfieri's been the one guy, no matter how much money you have or don't have, who can make you look great with that natural hairline system. It looks like the hair's growing out of your scalp, not like a bunch of straw, not like a dead animal on your head, not holes in your head that have the blood dripping down your forehead. Charlie is the only natural, great-looking way to go. So call today. Be sure to mention that Neil Rogers told you to make that call. Take advantage of an extra $200 saving for mentioning my name. Call toll-free and get your hair back and look better and younger than you ever dreamed you could do again. 1-800-321-2413. And, of course, you get Charlie's 30-day guarantee. you got nothing to lose but the bald spot because if you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, if you're not getting laid at least four or five times a day, Charlie will give you a full refund. 1-800-321-2413 or log on to their website at charlesalfieri.com. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Don't have a penis. I've never had one, I swear. Well, come on over here and don't be shy. Got something for you, it's a little surprise. You may not know where my hands go, but I'm going to stick one right under your nose and make you smell my finger. Well, sometimes they smell like spaghetti, yo. Or the cheese that grows on my toes. In between my legs is where they could go. And I think they're right there under your nose to have you smell my finger. Oh, baby. Come on, give it a whip. I'm the one you can trust. Check out that finger there, cause, well, you don't know what it could be. But it smells okay to me. Well, I think it's funny and you know why. <laughs> Cause I'm a sick and disgusting guy. Juice from the armpit and under my scrot. Hey, it's my business where they may go. But you must smell my finger. Like I said... Bring the nose clips. 9, 1033 at 560 WQM. Our big noon to one hour. We already got a request, wrapping Bible. You see that? Right. From Andy in Miami who says oh. he... And you know something? Uh, to show you my psychic powers again, I'm not making this up. I'm looking at the list, which is now on there, which has got a long way to go. And I see New Zealand's got five and Melbourne, Australia's five. They all want to go uh, down. Down there. Yeah. Amsterdam, four, et cetera. And I'm thinking to myself, I know a place since we talked about it yesterday, and that's Las Vegas, because a lot of people out there hear me talking about it all the time, but have never been there. I reach over, I pull off the uh, thing from the fax machine, and here's Andy's fax, and it says Las Vegas. It says, I know you've been there many times, but I haven't. My psychic powers are so damn good, I put right. them as Cleo out of business. You should start a different kind of show. Yeah, psychic uh, hotline. Right. What do you think? We can do it on the uh, sci-fi channel. You could do a uh, crossing over. So what do we got? We, did we put Las Vegas on there? Because I'm sure that we have many people out there. In fact, that's what amazes me. People will call and say, oh, I heard you talk about it many times, and I went, it was really great, and yada, 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 which is very boring, but nevertheless, I'm glad they enjoyed it. And we will put that on there, and we will play Rapid Bible, and thank you, Andy. Also, here's one from McCalla who says, how about Japan? I'd love to see how things uh, are over there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Also, Ireland, I hear that it is beautiful. I guess we'll put down Japan, huh? All right. For Macala? See. Well, I mean, I said one. I keep emphasizing that one. Not like what are the 20 places you'd like to see, or even two or three. Macala, don't how take about, it personal. Don't get four. upset. How about one? Four of them. 
Four or five? Yeah. What are they, 30 Ten. or 40 places? About 30, man. <laughs> what are the 30 places you'd like to visit you haven't been to yet? Oh, speaking of requests, don't forget uh, Vlad's request for Afro Man. Oh, yeah. Making the list. Crazy Ram. Okay. Yeah. Making the list and checking it twice. Got it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. So far, Melbourne, Australia, and of course, the reason we had to put the Australia on there is obvious because some of our people are rocket scientists. We would have thought they they would have thought we were talking about Melbourne, Florida. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? No, it's true. That's you know I'm... goddamn well that that's true. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Like like Moscow, we would have to put Moscow, Russia, not Moscow, Idaho. Yeah, and like Amsterdam, we'd have to put like Amsterdam, Netherlands, or Holland as opposed to like Amsterdam, New York. Things like that. Because <laughs> a lot of our people, in case you haven't noticed over the years, are a little no, bit slow. I hadn't noticed that. Just a little bit on the flow side. Like that kid with his uh, Tom Welling's feet. God, I think that kid's into Tom Welling myself, don't you? <laughs> Is that why you're so tall? Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, how about uh, the Galapagos Islands? How about them? Yeah, they got all those exotic animals there. You want to see exotic animals? Sure. How about a trip to Broward would be good? How about Sunrise Lakes? <laughs> okay. I guess he didn't... Uh, that was it. Mm. That was his material. We're going to put that down or not? I don't know. Darwin uh, was impressed. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's why he's saying that, because they got all those, like, toucans and things they like that. Finches. Do they have finches? Yeah, they do. Different kinds. They have different kinds of beaks. How about Peter? Peter Probably Finch, those I mean. two. Peter Finch. Yeah, they got a few Peters over there. Five six seven oh five sixty. Speaking of Tom Welling, pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. It's just uh, I don't know. It, it's like it's like you're out. It's like driving in South Florida. It's the same thing. You're going along a little bit more than the speed limit. You're on a highway. The speed limit's uh, fifty five. You're going about sixty three, whatever. And and the people around you are going like twenty. You know, mm, that, that's yeah, how yeah. I feel some days on this show. Yeah. I mean, uh, talk about a little bit slow, okay? At least you're not out of touch. Yeah, I really am. And how come he puts Woody Graber way down the list? Don't you realize that Woody someday might get you some free tickets to something, mister, that you might want to see? You, <laughs> you put him way down in there like some schlepper, like some regular caller. Sorry about that, Woody. Carlos is an idiot. Well, Carlos has been acting real surly toward me lately. I don't know what it is. Has it gotten him yes? anything free? I'll have to, I'll have to get him, you know. I, I kept trying to get him late at, at the Treasure Island the last time, but, uh, you know. I guess he didn't take to that. Yeah, he needs Woody's help for that. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> anyway, I, guess, I, guess, I guess Miguel just wasn't in the mood, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I heard you talking about places, you know, places that I have never been that I'd like to go to. And, and to me, I don't know if anybody mentioned it, but, but Florence, Italy, Forenza. Ah, oh, Forenza. Good choice, Woody. Oh God, I would die to go there. I would just—I mean, I'd love to go there. I've never been to Italy. I, I, that just—I'm going to tell you some of the most beautiful people I have ever seen in my life, and of course, all the great art and the beautiful the Arno River oh, yeah. and Florence, Italy. It's a good choice. Excellent. I've been here uh, several times. Oh, I definitely want to go. I'm on the next plane. God. Just watch out on the Ponte Vecchio. It's a tourist trap. They got all the uh, overpriced jewelry, you know, all the little uh, right. good jewelry yeah, stores. Well, I, try, I try to avoid those type of places, but yeah, definitely, definitely. But uh, that's it. I've, I've said all I need to say. <laughs> I think you have. All right. Get Carlos some care. free. Get Carlos some free tickets to something, okay? Or get him laid, one or the other. I, I will certainly try my best. Thanks, Woody. <laughs> Take care. Bye bye. Give him some free tickets to like Amsterdam would be good. Maybe I uh, can stay at Al Goldstein's place. You can get laid over there. 
George will pay for it. <laughs> Florence, Italy, get that on there immediately, if not sooner. We got that on there? Because I'm just assuming yeah. you're putting these on. Yes, I have no idea. As they Melbourne, Australia's got 15 votes. Why would that be? 16 on mine. And New Zealand's got nine. I guess, they, like I said, they want to go down. Under. Under. That's our crowd. They want to go down. And, and Amsterdam's got seven to prove that. We're starting to get there, slowly but surely. I don't think they get it, uh, but uh, we'll work on it. We'll just continue persevering, okay, and kill some good time until noon. Oh! That's the way we do it here on this show. Another poll. Another poll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy, just he slays me. Just slays me. I think it's probably Pete Bolger's boyfriend, if you ask me. He sounds a little like him. You notice how exhausted he sounds? 20 to 11 at 560 WQM. How many times did you hear about a big opportunity and you didn't act? You didn't reach out and just grab it, and then all of a sudden it was gone. You missed out. Well, now is one of those times for you. It rarely does an opportunity interrupt you, but this one should. 3.45% financing with Financial Group. Call 1-800-940-LEND. How long will these low interest rates last? Who the hell knows? But when you look back on history, probably not very long. It's a window of opportunity, so you ought to hop through it with Financial Group and get yourself 3.45% financing and save thousands and thousands of dollars. Let me say it again, 3.45% financing. Call them today. They'll explain all the uh, answer all your questions for you, no obligation. Call 1-800-940-LEND, 1-800-940-LEND. What will 3.45% financing do to those monthly payments of yours? Here are a couple examples for you so you can figure it out. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 900 bucks a month. If you have a $100,000 loan, you pay only 450 bucks a month. So don't wait. Get your balls rolling and do it now while the opportunity is hot. Call Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions do apply, and rates are subject to change without notice. 5.34 APR. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Jordan, you asshole. Hello, Mike. You're welcome. 1045. Remember how she used to play those over and over and over again, like one after another after another? Yeah. The goddess. That's before she became a serious talk show host and started saving the world from itself. That's right. Where's she starting on that network? Chief Justice's daughter resigned in government post. This, See, this should tell people everything they need to know about how corrupt the U.S. government is, but they, they don't, don't confuse them with the facts because they're busy saluting the flag and mumbling a bunch of words, you know, one free, uh, country under uh, God, uh, Neil God, you know, all that crap. Janet Rehnquist, daughter of U.S. Chief Justice William Rehnquist, who was appointed by Tricky Dick, by the way, is stepping down as Inspector General of the Department of Health and Human Services in the face of allegations of professional misconduct, several sources told CNN yesterday. She was appointed to the post by President Bush and took office in August of 2001. As Inspector General, Rehnquist supervises approximately 1,600 employees and acts as the internal watchdog for the HHS Department. Isn't that interesting, by the way? Well, anyway, she's been under investigation by the Senate Finance Committee and the General Accounting Office for official misconduct, including allegations she improperly delayed an audit of the Florida State Pension System. She has consistently denied any wrongdoing. In addition, she was being investigated by the President's Council on Integrity and Efficiency, a special group that oversees inspectors general, for allegedly having a handgun in her office. This is the daughter of the uh, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Isn't that interesting? Nah. 
isn't it also interesting that the son of uh, Colin Powell, of the Secretary of State, also just happens to be the chairman of the FCNC? And they're holding hearings now because he wants to, he's the champion of furthering deregulation in radio and TV. And so they're beginning those hearings now. And he's pulling the strings to try to get it so like two or three companies can own all the newspapers, all the radio stations, all the TV stations, etc. and so on. And probably one of them will be Fox and the other will be Cheap Channel. And that'll be it. Oh, and speaking of assholes, there's Bill Maher. To the broadcast mm. and now back to cable. And if you think about yeah. it, I, I think... Oh, my God. If it isn't him, it's some asshole from the Heritage Foundation. Oh. That's that's all they have on now anymore. I'm going to start watching the uh, Sunday Funnies even on Wednesday. Now, do you think this Melbourne, Australia thing is for real? Or is that is that our crank vote of the day? Uh, I think it's crank vote. What's the one place in the world that you've never been to uh, that you want to visit the most? Melbourne, Australia, 20, which were dubious. New Zealand, 11. Costa Rica, 9. Amsterdam, 8. Vegas, 7. Viva Las Vegas. Let's have another Bob Lincoln Vegas trip. No. Come on. Prague, 6. Florence, Italy, 4. Firenze, Ibiza, 3. Hong Kong, 3. Egypt, 3. Japan, 1. Victoria Falls, 1. Out of 76 votes. We're not going to get a gigantic total of votes on this because there just aren't enough choices yet. We have to have 80 million choices. To see if you wouldn't put Antarctica on there, then they'd have something to vote for. Or Alaska. Right. I'll visit Alaska with Tom Welling. And with feet like that, he can probably carry me there. <laughs> Across well, the can, water. He can fly. <laughs> and float. Five, six, seven, oh, five. Although he actually wasn't flying in that episode last week. He was more like floating. Right. In the middle of the air. When he was checking out the writing on the, on the cave there, he was kind of like floating in midair. Tom Welling floats. Kind of like Alien. Here's Miami. Hello. Enough calls. <laughs> Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. Buenos dias. I've been a lot of places in the world. One place, this might sound funny, but I'd like to go to Rangoon. Rangoon? Yeah. A good friend of mine went there, and he said it, they, uh, it's kind of like an old British colonial place, and they treat you really like a honky there. Huh. Treat you really good. Like a honky. Yeah. Like a white folk. Kind of like in certain parts of Broward. Yeah. Like in Davie. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying that uh, you said they treat you real good. They're really Excellent. friendly people. It's nice I place. see. Well, that's what I like, friendly people. Okay, oh, yeah. have a great One time, question. pal. One question. What? Yeah. I've been listening to you for a while, and it seems like WQAM has got a lot of overhead, like a lot of management up top. Mm-hmm. We sure do. All these names all the you're, time. You're talking about the people who fly real low under the radar. That, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I keep hearing all these names all the time, but they're not anybody on the air. They're all these guys that I don't know what they do there. Exactly, and you know something? Neither do we. <laughs> neither do they. You know what? I'll tell you one thing that they do twice a month, and that's uh, cash they a paycheck. Your, they pay your check, right? No, they cash a paycheck twice a month. Yeah, well, that's good. Okay. Have a great time, pal. Right. He sent us a postcard from Rangoon. Yeah, there's a guy that's pretty uh, sharp. He understands that we got a lot right. of uh, very lot top of, heavy. That's right, very top heavy organization, man. We got seventy five thousand. Of course, you want to know why? Because when you're a goofball like Greg Reed, when you know nothing, you have to have a lot of buffers. Remember that line when right, uh, Frankie Pantangeli yeah. was testifying? Oh yeah, we had a lot of buffers. The family had a lot of buffers, and that's what Greg Reed has to have a lot of buffers to insulate him from his own stupidity. That's what he has to have. You know, paper pushers, people that actually have some idea of what a microphone looks like and how you turn it on, things like that. There are? Oh, yeah. Muff knows how to turn one on and a microphone, too. 5670560. Oh, we got Clarence. We got Muff. We got Ray Perry. We got uh, John Jerris. We got Matty Bell. We got the Water Nazi. We got uh, Gary Sarner. It's Greg and his pals. It's a little fraternity, man. 
And everybody you talk to, oh, I've been with Greg for 14 years. Oh, oh, yeah, still treats me like crap, but I've been with Greg for 14 years. I've been with Greg for 20 years, yeah. Pretty sad. Very, very sad. But when we go to work for... Uh, Clear Channel. Cox. Chief Channel. When we go to work on uh, the, the coast... Jefferson Pilot. <clears throat> yeah, for Dennis Collins, my good close personal friend. Sunshine Wireless. That would be good. Let's bring back the two live Jews. What do you say? Oi! Here's a call from Fort Lauderdale. I'm on the wrong line. Look at that. That's my luck. There's one line that's not lit, and I punched it. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. How about Hawaii? I've never been there. I hear a lot about Hawaii. It's great, man. It's a little crowded on the uh, on Oahu, but it's beautiful. Well, how about that up on the list? Okay, it's on there. Thank you. Hawaii. We're not going to put, like, Honolulu. Just Hawaii. You can go to, like, yeah, the... Uh, take a pick. Go to Maui. Say Wowie on Maui. I, I don't care what anybody says, although I haven't been there in a long time because it is too overcrowded. But Oahu and Honolulu, and uh, it is beautiful. The beaches, the beaches there, man. <laughs> wow. And that bl beautiful blue water. It's warmer right. than the Atlantic. Number one, it's warmer. Number two, it is clean. It's crystal clear. Did I ever tell you the time I saw that baby whale in the water? No. Yeah, baby whale. Huh. And then later that day, there was a story on the news. I wonder if that sports guy is still alive there. The guy who used to do the boxing, he was great. What the hell was his name? Howard Les Kiter. He's got to be dead by now. Les Kiter? I don't know. Well, no. Hank would know who that is. Yeah. Les Kiter. He's trying to... Uh, Mo would know that. Of course, we don't want to talk to Mo, but they would know who Les Kiter was. He used to be a great boxing announcer and other sportscaster, and he, and he went out there a zillion years ago. And he was a sportscaster on one of the Honolulu stations, but I'm sure he's dead by now. He'd have to be 200. Les Kiter. In fact, his... Uh, Famous call on the Ingemar Johansson Floyd Patterson fight. Don't you remember that? No. Well, you would. You would if you heard it. You'd say, "Oh yeah, that's Les Kiter, and that's the Ingo uh, Floyd Patterson fight." No, you wouldn't. You just, you're just so narrow. You, know, you got to gotta branch out yeah, a little narrow. bit. You got to branch out a little bit. Get find out more exciting things like golf and knickers. There you go. That's going to be our poll question. What do you rather have, knickers or Snickers? Especially those those big king size Snickers. <laughs> they all come in king size now. I hear they're coming out with one with candy bars as big as your leg. Yeah, that's good. Not that people are getting fat from sugar. Did you see that right. story I had on our uh, thing the other right. day? Oh, no, the, the manufacturers, the candy people are saying, oh, no, there's absolutely no evidence that sugar makes you fat. <laughs> that's right. No way. <laughs> no, of course mm. not. It's five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the oh, yeah, Melbourne, Australia is definitely the crank vote today. <sighs> 28 votes. That, you know, something that keeps them off the street. And that's here. not even the city that Joe Gersten went to. No. New Zealand, 15. Did he go to Australia? I thought he went yeah. to New Zealand. He went to Sydney. Oh. OJ I didn't Docker. know about that. New Zealand, 15. Amsterdam, 12. Costa Rica, 10. Las Vegas, 9. And Prague, 9. Fidenza, Florence, Italy, 6. What a beautiful place. What a spectacular place. See, we have done polls in the past, and we've asked people, where are the most beautiful people in the world? You know, like what country? But why are we talking to these people about that? Because most of them have never been more than ten blocks from their house anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, we've got some people who are world travelers, far more so than me, but we also have, I think, about 85, 90% of the people there. If they go, like, from day to Broward, they think it's like a major uh, journey, an adventure. Not exactly the greatest world travelers in South Florida. <laughs> so what the would they know? To me, the most beautiful people in the world are in, I don't know, you keep saying Germany. Oh, wow. 
See, I, I could say a whole bunch of places. See, they're, they're, you're fueling that attitude, man. You keep saying that, they're going to think they're the master what race. Attitude? That master race concept that they it have. It worked. It worked. <laughs> Seriously, the people in uh, Berlin and Cologne, those are the only two German cities I've ever been to, but boy, woo! Those hookers in Berlin, my God, I told you, in the wintertime with the fur coats on. The hoes here. You wouldn't believe how beautiful they are. I mean, just amazing. And the women, too. <laughs> no, Seriously. In Cologne, Germany, in the summertime, you sit there on that Hohestasse, uh, which is like like the Lincoln Road Mall. It's a long walking mall with these all these upscale shops. And of course, in the summertime, people are very scantily clad in places like that. Guys walking around with their shirts off. Chicks walking around with their like bikinis on, or mm -hmm. close to it, very scantily clad. And you just sit there at different places where you can sit on the benches and uh, uh, you know, and your tongue is down to your toenails. And then, of course, you look down and you realize your feet aren't nearly as big as Tom Welling. <laughs> now, now, can you tell me what just happened to my phone? I don't know. Because all the dots, all the check marks in the dots oh, just no. uh, went away. Everything's fine uh, here. On that end? Yeah. How can this be? Okay, it must be a conspiracy. I do have one check mark. Though. Oh, that's that thing came up again. One moment, please. Uh, damn it. No, just a minute. I'll come back. There we go. I pressed it and nothing happened. Here's a lady in Baltimore. Hello. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I missed you so much. I just found your website recently, and thank it, goodness, it's uh, it's so great to have you up here when I'm not down there. Uh huh. <laughs> Anyhow, my check marks just came back. The phone's working. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Valencia, Spain. Valencia. Yeah. Is there one? They have those good oranges. I don't know if they have oranges there, but they have really nice-looking men and a beautiful view of the Mediterranean, and you can go lots of places from Valencia that are nearby that are just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I was in Madrid, and even though it's kind of an old and not all that impressive city in many ways, there are a lot of beautiful people there, too. Yeah, and you can even go to the Prado. Yeah, and see Edgar Prado. <laughs> well, have a great day, sweetheart. How's the weather in Baltimore? Uh, it's not so bad today. It's in the 50s, but it's gray and ugly, and that's why a lot of people up here, they salivate about going to South Beach, and I laugh <laughs> at them. <laughs> not me. I got two inches of snow on the ground in Toronto. It'll never make 30 today, and I'm very happy. I have no problem with it. There you go. Have a great day, sweetheart. You too, Uncle Neil. I'll bye see you in Valencia with those okay. oranges. Where, where do they have the, uh, the blood oranges? Have you ever had those? I've seen them. I, I think, think that's in, in southern Italy is where those are from. Oh, man, is that good. You ever have uh, the orange juice no. made from blood oranges? Is that Spain where they have that big orange fight every year where they pummel each other with oranges? Or is that Italy? I don't know. Spain is where they do the bullshit right. thing every year, a Pamplona, where they go to be trampled by the bull. People are suicidal. It's a fun way to do it. 1057 at 560 WQM. If you want your carpets looking brand new instead of like somebody just had a bullshit or a bullfight on your carpeting, Call my good buddies at Dry Concepts. They're the best in the world. Even my picky relatives use Dry Concepts. Everybody I know that's got any kind of a brain, and even some people don't have much. They use these folks because they do the best job in the world. Why would you want to use anybody else? And they don't rip you off either. Before they start cleaning your carpets or whatever you hire them to do, they give you a written, guaranteed price before they start the job. So you don't have to worry about any uh, bad surprises when they get done. As a matter of fact, when they do get done, 
Uh, you give them a check, and they hand you a nice rose, just one solitary rose, and everybody walks away with a big smile on their puss. You'll be smiling because your carpets will look just like brand new. All their technicians are schooled and certified by the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration, and they will leave your carpeting soil-free, vibrant in color, smelling lemony, fresh, softer to the touch, and looking just like brand new, no matter how hopeless they look right now. So please don't forget, when it's time to clean your carpeting, your upholstery, your expensive area rugs, your leather furniture, it's time for our good friends at Dry Concepts. If you have a problem with pet odors or mildew odors caused by water damage, get rid of that smell immediately, if not sooner. Dry Concepts like magic will make it go away. Call them toll-free. Talk to the real professionals at Dry Concepts, 1-800-248-5071, 1-800-248-5071. Check them out on the web if you like at dryconcepts.com. Dry Concepts, clean today, entertain tonight. Not just an advertising slogan, it's their business. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QAM.